Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, January 25th, 2021. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, here we go. It's another edition of the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart, we're fired up. We're ready to go. Right, Cam? Fired up, Brian. You ready to go? (laughs) Fired up, baby. Right, Brian. Let's go, baby. I I feel for you, man. I was... uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, my heart and finances were uh, backing the Bills. I was hoping to do the old Buffalo two-step. We finally got to win with the Sabres, and the Bills get murdered on teasers, too. But you know what? We can't live in the past. We got to move forward. So let's move forward, I mean, you know, and try to hit some winners. It's funny seeing I, I get like a couple of people call me last night. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm, of course you're I'm okay. like, you're used to this. I'm like, <laughs> pardon me? <laughs> really? Yeah. I've seen four like, losses at Super Bowls. I, I think I could. I, I, think I, I was standing through. in the end zone of Super Bowl 25, <laughs> and as the ball went right, I said, nothing's ever going to hurt me again. Okay, when, when's the next game? You know, exactly. I want them to win badly. You know, hey, there's hockey on Monday. That's the, the right. Hockey, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, buddy. Uh, Not much hockey, but Tuesday's a, a little bit better. But we we got action. Well, hey, let's do a quick uh, a quick scan of what we're looking at so far. You know, out of the gate, I mean, you know, some teams have played six games. Some are just getting started. I mean, this the COVID thing still a thing, but the bottom line is. They're on the ice. Some teams are coming out of the gate good. Some teams are showing potential. It's it's kind of everything we thought would happen, Cam. The one thing I would say is that there are angles that have worked that still work, and there are new angles that we're starting to kick in, and hockey remains the best sport to bet. I mean, let's cut to the chase. I'm going to talk. No, let's use a perfect example. First of all, angles and trends. People, guys, like think about this. What does everyone think? Oh, no, the Dallas Stars haven't played forever. Their first game, they were the best. They murdered Nashville, murdered them. They start the season late. They're fresh. They're ready to go. They kill them. So that angle, Florida Panthers, oh, they haven't played, whatever. They they kill Chicago. So that's one angle, Brian. When a team is, like, not playing for a long time, like when Carolina comes back from COVID and people tell me to fade them, I'm going the opposite way. Same thing with Washington. They're missing four of their best players. They've taken Buffalo to a shootout. One win, one loss. They're getting points in both of those games. So you can't tell me that, oh, yeah, all these guys, you know, COVID, they're not playing and they're missing guys and stuff. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you, that's the thing. The Dallas Stars were so good in that first game against Nashville. They, that was their first game of the season, and it came out fresh as a daisy, buddy. You saw it. Well, and then how about like the right out of the gate we learned that, right? I mean, St. Louis, uh, Colorado could have looked any worse, and then Colorado wins 8 nothing in the rematch. Yeah, and and a perfect uh, example, Sunday night uh, after the football games, Edmonton and Winnipeg was the late game on the board, right? So we were originally on uh, Edmonton in that game. Edmonton trails, okay? There's four under five minutes left in the game, live. They go to eight to one. I go, you know what? Since the Bills killed me, I'll put like 30 bucks on Edmonton, eight to one. They tie it up. I'm like, oh, oh great. Then they become minus 60. Okay, let's hedge out Winnipeg. Boom, we sit there. 
you make yourself an instant uh, couple hundred bucks like that, Brian, they come and score with like one second left in the game, Edmonton. They, the game was going under the whole way. It was two to one with six minutes left in the game. The game ends four to three. Ding, 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 ding. Hockey live betting rocks. Yeah. No. It's amazing the numbers you get. Well, the one thing that is amazing is how quickly you can go up and down the ladder. I mean, like you met the Sabres played the Caps. And, you know, Omar's father passed away. Yep. And Hutton was hurt, so he had to play. And when they won their first game, they gave him the a puck after the game. It was a real emotional thing. Caps have four guys out, including their starting goaltender. And you think the Sabres would step on their neck. And Washington shows, God bless hockey players. I mean, they just changed their style, played a dump and chase game, and started to outgrit the Sabres, win the first one in a, in a shootout. And then the second one, uh, they come back. Sabres win the next one in a shootout. Uh, it, it, I don't even want to get me started on them. They get three of a possible four, and I'm, I am not happy because there's, there's not an ounce of grit on this team. They were getting pushed around again. But the bottom line is they get three of a possible four, and all of a sudden now you sit there and you're, up, you're two points out of fourth. Like you're right back in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And they've played Washington and Philly out of the gate. So they get quote-unquote, a lot of winnable games to come. So you got to look at the standings and the motivation, and it can change overnight. No, it can, and um, that's the thing, and that's why they haven't changed the point system. NHL likes it like that. I don't think it's right, and uh, we've talked about the regulation three points. I think you, I think it needs to happen because that's the thing with the shootout. It's good for the league because the league is a gate-driven league. Even though there's no people now, they want to have every team, even the worst team, in it as long as they can so people show up at the games and stuff once this COVID stuff ends that's the way they like it I thought this year would have been a great year to change it though you have all these people asking for the three-on-three overtime extended to 10 minutes where are you going you're going nowhere you're going back to your hotel it would have been perfect that's the one mistake they made they could have looked at it this year and if it turned out to be more popular like baseball who's basically staying with a seven inning double header in the runner on second base they want to anyway they could have tested out new stuff, Brian, and me and you both agree with it. And I know I'll tell you, I tweeted that out when we lost. I'm like, hey, great start to the NHL season, two and six in shootouts. I got like 200 responses from people. I know I'm sick and tired of this crap, too. It's ridiculous. You got to end it, uh, you know, I don't even care if you start with a four on three for five minutes and then you go to a three on three, but we can't have this anymore. It needs to change. All right. Uh, there's just, uh, before we get, we're yeah, gonna, get to the games, we're going to get into the games. Here's the deal. Uh, go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. We've got a number of books that are there for your fun and your perusal and are featured one today. Bookmaker.eu. You go in there, you make a deposit of $500 or more, and you send us your account number, either a DM to thehockeybettingpodcast.ca or support at thehockeybettingpodcast.ca, and we'll throw another 100 bucks in your account. How's that? Sounds nice. I got they get good lines there too. I remember I hit a couple golf futures. Ding 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 ding. Very very sweet, which I which I like. Uh, and we're gonna need it after uh, the Sabers debacle, Brian. So let's rock. Let's win some money with uh, uh, with uh, hockey uh, betting. And uh, yeah, I don't know why. I don't I don't know what it is with the Bills, Brian. I'm not even from Buffalo, but every time they play, I like to support them with my wallet because I just want them to win and uh, usually overextend myself. But anyway, the the beautiful thing about gambling is we get on a heater and. Well, we're ready to run. I know, buddy. I know. I, I, I just went with the over. 
Smart. I didn't want very easy. I, I, I just left my. That's a guy that actually lived there. Nobody's got to bet the cheese, and you'll be, you know, you win either way. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, yeah, hey man, you've seen this movie before, but uh, yeah, yeah, we only we only got one on Monday night, Brian. But it's a, real, a big uh, one, Cam. And it, and when you say really, well, Vancouver's a buck yeah. forty-five. The total is six and a half to the under. They're hosting Vancouver. If Vancouver's up and coming and gritty, and they're going to play hard. They're actually fun to watch, and all. Vancouver's a team thought they were turning a corner, and got to make some noise off what they did in the bubble. Cam, I would say to you, buddy. As early as this is in this season, it, it, it must win strong, but it's darn close. Vancouver's got four points through seven games. Ottawa has three points through five games. They're at the bottom of the north, but if Vancouver loses his game, I mean, they're going to be in the basement and have played eight games. They played, they'll have played four more than Calgary and, and already be behind them. No, it's a problem. Like I'm looking at Ottawa plus 125, but here's the thing. And we talked about Ottawa as a play-on team. They haven't been actually, you know, a little bit worse than I thought. We we also talked about Montreal. They've been amazing. So they've been great to us. Ottawa, on the other hand, even when they're dogs, you know, they're getting smoked by Winnipeg. You're getting 25 cents in this matchup at Vancouver. Do I want to lay 45 cents with Vancouver? No, I don't. This total is very high at six and a half. I think a lot of people will be on the over in this game. You know what? Is it a leap of faith? I kind of lean Ottawa at that dog price there. Like, do they show up? But you said it. You're going to run into a buzz on Vancouver. Not my favorite game, Brian, but I'm kind of looking at the dog right now. Yeah, it's just it's the only game. And, you know, you don't have to bet it because it's the only game. The one thing I would say, you know, the, the last podcast we did camp coming into the weekend, I mean, I mean, we really were all over it, right? I mean, Vancouver uh, – Desperately needed the first game of the series against the Habs. They were life and death. They won the game 6-5. It was, that one was almost like their season was on the line. And then you're sitting there going, yeah, but there's no doubt who the better team is. So Vancouver won the first one because they had to, and then Montreal set it up and beat them 7-3 and 5-2. Exactly. Montreal, we talk about it. These guys are actually cup contenders. I love what they've done. Uh, they have Carey Price and going actually to get out and get Jake Allen. As a backup goalie, a guy coming off a career was a brilliant move. And you know, a lot of these teams in this COVID, they're going to go back. We're going to see some backup goaltenders. Weird things are going to happen. And they have a reliable guy that's on the upswing right now. I'm a big fan of Montreal, what they've done. I wish I, like we talked about it. I wish I had futures on these guys, even if they, like, I think they can go deep. They're really good. Yeah, no, they're fun. They're fun. By the way, uh, we didn't do the elephant in the room. I mean, we'll get to it, I guess, when we talk about the teams. But yeah, the big trade over the weekend. Liney to Columbus and Pierre-Luc Dubois goes to Winnipeg. The funny thing is, Cam, I was watching that thing. I, I'm marveling at, I guess, you know, that there are teams that they think they can change guys. And I know Luc Dubois or Pierre-Luc Dubois is only 22. First of all, Liney and Tortorella, that sounds like a match made in heaven. And I watched that last year Pierre-Luc Dubois played for Columbus, and everybody was flipping out about it, and I'm like, Hey man, the, the kid just he was just doing a science experiment. He put a dozen eggs in his uniform and he was skating around out there just to see what would happen and he cooked sunny side eggs for the entire team after the game. <laughs> the problem was Tortorello <laughs> wanted scrambled eggs. eggs in his uniform. Yeah, no, he's been a he's a ghost. He was a ghost. But I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna give you my opinion here. I love Patrick Lana. He's got one of the best releases, but him and Tortorella, I don't care. Like, if this guy doesn't bring up, uh, show up every night, Roslovich is nice. He's kind of actually better than an add-in piece. 
a local guy too. He's going to like playing in Columbus. I think actually that's what helps the deal for them. I'm going to tell you Winnipeg's going to win this deal over time. Dubois will figure it out. Uh, he'll embrace it. He'll understand the hockey culture there. And I think Lane wasn't a great two-way player. I think Dubois can be. I think the upside's good. Guy needed to get out. I got to hand it to Columbus, though. They got actually more than I thought they were going to get in the deal. Everyone knows that him and Torts couldn't deal with each other. But over time, Winnipeg will win that deal with Dubois. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of an analogy like for these two guys that can be disgruntled and you got to babysit them sometimes. And it's like Dubois is going to play for Mother Teresa and Liney is playing for Dr. Mengele. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call Paul Marie's mother Teresa, but uh, well, compared to Tortorelli, <laughs> yeah, I guess exactly, exactly. All right, so what do we do here? Monsters with these uh, games. All right, monster schedule Tuesday. Tampa, Carolina. Uh, on paper, I think these might be the uh, dollar twenty-two. Tampa on the road, six and a half to the under. We're just coming out of the gate down the road. I mean, these are the two teams I envision bumping heads uh, to get out of this division. Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, I will say this, though. This is interesting, and I'm going to play my angle again. It's 2-0. and People are like crazy. I don't like the fact that Tampa Bay got smoked by Columbus uh, in that game, but I'm going to probably go with Carolina here, Brian. Uh, I told you, those teams with the rest, Carolina hasn't been clicked up with the COVID, haven't played in a long time. Like, oh, Rusty? Meh, I don't know, man. Uh, Dallas looked pretty good to me, and, uh, and Florida in their opener looked good to me. So I have a lean to Carolina in this spot. Should have some goals in this game, but I'm just uh, that total. It's if it's six and a half, I'm probably maybe I kind of lean under in the game. Actually, I'm not sure if we can get to seven, but I like Carolina. By the way, Columbus is Tampa Bay's kryptonite. You know, they said they go, oh, not these guys yeah. again. There's something about mark that one down there. The Columbus just gives them fits. Speaking of Columbus Blue Jackets, um, about a dollar thirty. I think this will go a little higher than that. Host in Florida, totals five and a half to the over. I got a funny feeling. It's one of those things where uh, Liney and um, Dubois, now Dubois probably is going to take quite a while longer going to Canada yep. to get in the lineup than Liney. When Liney exactly gets in, I you know I don't know. But it, I think it's one of these things. When a trade like that happens, first of all, just forget what's going on on the ice. Like that, you saw Columbus. Okay, enough of this thing. This thing's over. We move on, and Columbus, you know, steps on Tampa's neck. Does Columbus go on a little tootsie roll just because of the the guy that didn't want to be there is out of the room and the distraction's gone? Yeah, I I, I like Columbus. If you want to bet it, uh, bet it now. That line's going to jump up. Uh, Florida's one of those teams, sure, you know, they've had a pretty easy sked. They're not that good, and uh, their goaltending's not. They'll score a lot of goals. Five and a half, Brian. I know you like these sneaky totals. Florida doesn't play any defense, so you could have like a four to two game at five and a half. I'd actually look at the over in this spot, but I'm betting Columbus in this game. I think I think they're a better team than Florida. You talk about it, it galvanizes them. They're coming off a win against Tampa Bay. I think they keep the the train rolling. I think Columbus is better. They're at home. Give me the jackets. Hey, one for the little guy. Uh, the last podcast, I think we we did pretty good. Um, the, remember the sneaky one? It was five and a half under. And yeah, I good said, call by you. I said, watch out. Excellent. The goals are about to come here for both Philly and Boston. And, you know, so those two games are actually over games. But now you get uh, Philly and Jersey. Lindy Ruff doing a good job with these guys. I, you know, you got you got Carter Hart. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I don't know what to go on. Right now, Philly's just in this odd stretch where they're just horrible in their own end. And when they, they're they winning yeah. games, they're winning games because the goalies are standing on their head. Hasn't been the case, at least in the last couple. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. 
this could be a get right spot for them, but that juice is high. Like if you're talking around like a buck 45, a buck 50 with Philly, that's a little bit high for me. As for Jersey, I was on them Sunday night and I love the fact that Sorokin started uh, for the Islanders. He actually played well. They just didn't score any goals. That's the thing about the Islanders. They either win or when they lose, they don't score. Uh, this game, I'm going to have to pass. I feel in and Jersey. I'd look at the dog in this game, but I don't really have a good vibe on it. Well, hey, listen, man, Lindy Ruff, it's not his first rodeo. They've played five games. They're three, one, and one. It's a nice, nice start, nice story. It's one of these things where, you know, these are guys that were, they're hungry and they, they were seven, one of the seven didn't make the playoffs and they've handled it well. They were excited to play. I, I got a funny feeling, right? There's this moment coming where water finds its level with New Jersey. If, if Ruff keeps it going, more power to him. But it's early. They're, they're feeling their oats, but I think at some point teams get tape on them. They know what they're dealing with and adjustments come. And then that uh, kind of excitement factor tapers off to the point, okay, now we're just in the throes of a season and they are what they are. It's, I mean, right now, yeah. Jersey's kind of a play on team, but for how long? Yeah, no, I'll play on them for a bit longer. But you're right; eventually, things are you can't you can't have a perfect season. They've been overachieving. Philadelphia, on the other hand, a little bit snake bitten too. I watched that last game against Boston. Uh, Tuka Rask, that the saves that he made in that overtime over the weekend, like I was sitting back there slack jawed. It was unbelievable, actually. Like they were circus like. Uh, it was unreal. Like Philadelphia dominated most of that game. Boston came back. Philadelphia snake bitten in the overtime uh, period. So. You know what? Uh, Philadelphia is probably playing the game, but I don't like the juice. I would deem this. Oh, boy. Do I go this far and look like a fool because it's just a game? This could be one of the plays of the year. I think the Islanders on the puck line at Washington. Me too. The Islanders minus $1.40, $1.50. If you go puck line, let me look it up real quick. I got an idea, but I can find out officially on the puck line. With the Isles, we'd be looking at. Oh hello! Come on, man. Plus a dollar ninety. Oh, sold. Take the uh, take the odds in a point. Here's the deal: the, the the Caps got the four guys out. Wilson also then got hurt, and the Vanacek kid. I'm sitting there going, "What is this kid going to do the rest of his career when he plays somebody other than Buffalo?" And I'm, I'm telling you, we'll get to the Sabers here in a second. Okay, give Washington credit, but they could have played a better team to get through this thing they're getting through. Because they pushed Buffalo around, and physically, it was ridiculous. I mean, the Sabres should have stepped on their neck, and the goalies, the goalie played really well. Sabres hit a ton of posts, and Washington is, is on a tootsie roll. They're, they're racking up points left and right. They're going to get murdered in this game. Couldn't agree more. Favorite game, if I can bet it now, if I find a way, I get a line, I'm going to do. You know what I do with these games, Brian? I do the old, old three-step. Regulation, money line, puck line. I go all in and try to sweep the board and you're getting the plus 190 on the puck line i'll do it all because if they do win a one goal game uh, i still make money uh i'm going i'm going that way with the new york islanders i love this spot i couldn't agree more i think the islanders beat the caps like five to one in this game. like it even more because the islanders lost to new jersey and, exactly. and good teams don't want to you know they're big thing and the smart coaches and they do 10 game segments and all this other but the the, the mantra for this year is don't lose back-to-back games. You know, right. it, yeah, I, I, okay. We, we don't have to beat it, beat it to death. But I, yep. if the Islander and the Islanders are going to get great goaltending in this in this game, so I'm not worried about it. I, I think it's, uh, you know, basic. Basically, you're looking at Backstrom and Oshie 
against the Islanders off a loss. That's what you're looking at. Correct. I and the Islanders, the way they the way they respond, like uh, and Brian, remember when I was in Vegas, the Islanders when they weren't even like you know they always play Washington tough when Washington had a full team. This is a great spot. Barry Trotzgate's old team. I told you like. We have spots where we do like double the units. That's my, uh, it's a big game. We're going to smash the Islanders. Did the odds makers make a mistake? I'm, well, with Buffalo favored against the Rangers? No, you damn right. No, 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 no. I, I skipped the game like a fool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh, Boston. Okay, how is yeah, this, this total five and a half? We're sitting there yeah. saying you can't play Pittsburgh under. Uh, they just played their first under game of the year, and it was 3 2. And Boston's just coming off a high scoring series. Of games that we were just telling you about with Philly, I, you know, I mean, Boston's starting to put the puck in the net, and the Pens, you still have Crosby and Malkin. They're scoring and can't stop it. Shouldn't this total be at the very least six under, and it's five and a half? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I like the over, and I like Boston. This is another game. I'm not going to go say it's as good as um, the Islanders, but Pittsburgh was lucky to beat the Rangers. They've been lucky a lot. And Boston, you know, I've been watching this team play, and despite the injuries they have, they're starting to get chemistry with the new guys on their team, uh, Smith and, <coughs> and Coyle and all these other guys. I'm telling you, they're a way better team than Pittsburgh. I'll lay the juice. Give me the Boston Bruins. All right, then the Rangers and Buffalo, Sabres. Rangers, huge play, huge play. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of the Sabres. Uh-huh. They give me, even when they win, i got to wait till a shootout or a heart attack. Washington's waiting so many guys. Like, Come on, Brian. A guy, I want to support the team as much as the next guy. The Rangers coming off the loss, again, to Pittsburgh in heartbreaking fashion there. I am taking the Rangers at plus money against Buffalo. You're damn right I am. Give me the Rangers. Well, I said all year long, or, or I'm sorry, all year long, heading in, I said that all year long what you should be looking at. And, okay, they, they got it right here, the total six and a half for the Sabres. Believe me, they've got guys that can score on all four lines. The problem is their defense runs around in their own end. It's a fire drill, and and they get pushed around. Now, the Rangers aren't a team. I don't believe they're going to be sitting here pushing you around. This is Pond Hockey City, man. I mean, the goal, the goalie's better. They're going to be talking to the little men on their shoulders. I like the over. Rangers in the over. That's the way I'm going to play it. Chicago-Nashville? <laughs> yeah. Are you laying $1.80 with Nashville anywhere ever? If you had a gun to my head and said, are you like a dollar <laughs> with Nashville, I'd say, shoot me. <laughs> I don't need to play Russian roulette. Just like, come on, man. No. For me, it's uh, Chicago or nothing. But pass. This game, that, that game just reeks. We've already got a million plays right now. I don't need, to, I don't need to, any more stress in my life. I'm going to avoid this game. And if you want to put Nashville in parlays, you can. I'm not. Yeah, no, they're a, they're a sit on the sidelines and watch team. And, 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 you know, hey, Chicago, Detroit, somebody had a win. Yep. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Oh boy. So what do we got next here? Edmonton got, uh, Winnipeg. Oh boy. What a what a way to win that game, Edmonton. What do you do with this game? I kind of like the over. Yeah. Like even though it looked under the last game, I would say the over would be the way to play it. Like first of all, the goalie stood on their head. It was 2 to 1 going into the third and then reality set in. I thought the whole game would be like that, kind of a 6 to 5 game. I lean Winnipeg in a revenge spot and I lean I think the over might be a better play in that game. Don't have a full vibe on it yet, Brian, but that's my overview. Yeah, no, I'm with you. They're a fun game. I mean, this this game kind of just defines what the North is all about. I mean, where they just you turn around going, who we got tonight? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'll tell you, this next game, though, uh, I like the way it. I know, I know. the Los Angeles Kings lost to Minnesota when I was on them, 
the thing about Minnesota is they they lost to SJ Sharkey on Sunday. Like, do I come back with the Kings who are actually playing good hockey now? They beat Colorado. They beat the uh, who? They beat the Blues. Didn't they smoke them? Was it five to two or five to three? Like, Brian, I got do do I come back to the Kings at plus one thirty five here? I don't trust Minnesota as a big favorite. No, but I remember at the end over. Yeah, I remember at the end of last year. Remember we were going the sneaky money making machine from an over perspective was Minnesota, and now L.A. Kopitar's setting everybody up. They're scoring goals. They're playing hard. Um, you know, Minnesota back at home. They just played three games, and I believe they both went over. Both of them. Yep. Both of them were four three games. I, I don't. You know, the goalies can be great, but I don't overthink it. I mean. They they just played two games that were four three. Shouldn't the total be six? It's five and a half. Yeah, five and a half. The play is the over. I would look at the Kings as a dog, but I couldn't agree with you more. These guys played overs and they haven't caught on yet. Let's not tell anybody. Shh. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> not, so honestly, like these LA Minnesota, like they they're playing. It's like the Sharks. It's like are you guys going to post five and a half and sixes on the board? Like every one of their game goes over, but eventually they're going to figure it out. Yeah, there are a lot of games on the board. This ain't one for oh me. Oh my god! I know. I'm scrolling. I'm like, why? What? The- yeah, D- Dallas two bucks. <laughs> Dallas two forty. Whatever two th- two twenty. Whatever they're going to be yeah. against Detroit. Totals five and a half. Here's the thing. Uh, I took Detroit against Chicago on Sunday. That was a bad decision. <laughs> Their defense and Bernie just looked like junk. Uh, is Dallas going to just win every game? I don't know. Two forty is a crazy price. This is the type of game Detroit could steal. Pass. If you had to play it, and I'm not. I, I, Dallas played two games. They beat Nashville seven nothing. So you're thinking you're going to get Nashville's best shot after getting embarrassed, and Dallas still won the next game three two. Uh, this could be a breath of fresh air. Dallas, I mean, Dallas could score enough goals to go over the total. They could. Uh, I don't know. Like Detroit's a weird team. They play bad and then they show up. I, I just think this is a very dangerous favorite. It's like, it feels like that game that you're going to add to a parlay at the end of the night. They're going to break your heart. I lean over, but I, I want no side. For me, it'd be Detroit, even on the puck line, plus one and a half or nothing. I think it could be a close game. And I'm Arizona. Arizona's $1.35, five and a half to the under. Uh, the Coyotes coming off a gut-wrenching loss to Vegas. Uh, basically, the, the only goal scored by Carlson with 40 seconds, 41 seconds left. Kind of a punch to the gut in here. All of a sudden, you're looking at uh, you know these teams basically with kind of the same record, two, three, and one for the Coyotes. Two two and two for Anaheim. The one thing I think you got here, you got some pretty good goalies. Um, if I had, I, I'm staying away from it. May I like actually? I like May, I like Arizona and the under in like a three to one type of game. Uh, but I I love Arizona in this spot. This is a team that's been snake bitten. They've deserved such a better fate against Vegas in their games. As for Anaheim, they're playing. This is the thing about this year. All these teams that were supposed to suck, um, a lot of them are playing quite well. Look at the underdogs that won and. Another tip, guys, I know we don't get to it all the time. I'm going to follow this. Track Sunday underdogs in the National Hockey League. I don't get it. Like in baseball, getaway day, it's the same thing. But in hockey, take a look at the dogs that won. Colorado lost that game. St. Louis, all the big favorites got smoked on Sunday, Brian. A a great game that I I can't decipher between the two. It's a pick. The number's telling you so. Six and a half is the total. Toronto-Calgary, if I had to. 
Calgary. And I'm a a Leaf fan. Revenge game. Calgary didn't bring their best. This is a perfect spot for Calgary to get it right. Beat the Leafs like three to two or four to three. I would, I'm not sure about these guaranteed overs guys. If you just keep on betting these Leafs overs, all their last three games have gone under. Yeah. Uh, They're trying to play some defense. So, this actually might be a sneaky under again. I, I lean Calgary, and I lead the. I, actually, I lean the under. If we get a six and a half, give me the Flames to the under. But I like the Flames as my side. And I and guys, I'm a Leaf fan, and I tell you that this is a good spot for Calgary. Yeah, no, I mean it's the revenge spot. So you lose the first yeah. game, the other. That's all. I mean it's like a windshield yeah. wiper, right? And then San Jose's at Colorado. It, it, to me, oh, oh, Brian. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, beep, beep, beep. Oh. Briggs truck, Briggs truck, come here. If you're, if you're, if, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let, 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 let me, let me know. The Briggs truck, you got the dolly, you got an extra security guard with the weapons yeah. drawn. <laughs> now, yeah. now, unless I'm really misreading something, you're talking Colorado on the puck line. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking Colorado and Reg, and I'm talking Colorado on puck line. If they don't win, the Briggs guy's going to tie me up in, in the back of the truck and dump me in the desert. But I'll tell you, Colorado has been very disappointing so far in the year, but this is the thing. San Jose, a couple lucky wins. They've been playing better. And another thing, it's kind of interesting, Brian. I know what you do. Like, I'm backing up the Brinks truck on the side, but you're telling them how many bowls of total did I have today? I had more than six and a half. I could tell you that <laughs> you're going to be on the can, you're going to be on the can all day, all the brand. But I'll tell you, I know I know you love that over because Colorado might get five themselves. They're going to kill SJ Sharkey. And then a great game, to, uh, the get out game. Finally, Vegas is going. Oh, good. Hey, we get to play something where we got to show up and be interested. Um, in Vegas a dollar forty five against the Blues. The total six and a half to the under. I'm taking the blues. I think you'd have to lean that way. But what I would say with the zigzag thing that's going on, so far so good with the soap opera in net. But Flurry's out playing Leonard. He is so far, and it's Leonard's turn to play. And they, now they've been going back and forth, back and forth, which has been a wonderful formula for them. That each guy's not only playing the opposition, they're playing the other goalie to prove the point. I'm the better guy. So far, Flurry has been. The, the better goalie. I mean, Leonard's not been horrible, but Fleury's been spectacular. DeBoer has yet to alter and play somebody back-to-back. The way Fleury's playing, it would be interesting to see if he considered it here, but I doubt it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's probably going to be Leonard, so I would go over the six and a half. I agree. I think uh, every time ever I remember the last time Vegas and St. Louis got together too, it was like a six to five game. Like they seem to play and just in my recollection over games, but I like the blues. This team has been uh, underachieving. You're getting 20 cents right now, Vegas. Let's call it out for what it is, Brian. Like I'm pretty honest with the Leafs and you're honest with Vegas. They've been lucky in a lot of games. Arizona has been with snake bitten. And if they don't play their a game against St. Louis, a a desperate team that's underachieving, they're going to get throttled. So I'll take the 20 cents with St. Louis and I lean to the over as well. Yeah, no, Vegas, you know, on a nightly basis, you know, they're five and one. You know, they're not sitting there poking holes at the they you know, but it's like it's one of these things where like they're a kitten playing with a toy and then they win the game and you know, they've racked up ten points out of the gate and the blues are three, two, and one. I think let me just double check uh very quickly. I mean, you know, I, honestly it's the same thing. I was gonna say, well no, no, it is true. I'd say the blues Sitting here, they played San Jose and L.A., but they opened with Colorado. I think it's more than fair to say St. Louis, to this point, is more battle-tested. Yes, yes, they are, and I, I just think they, 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 they've been really bad, and they're not doing very well. They've been um, playing horrible hockey. Bennington's been very cold, I think, uh, for, for the most part, and they're going to get it right. They're a better team than the record indicates, and Vegas has been – 
you know, kind of playing with fire, but they're so talented. I just got a feeling St. Louis walks in there and they'll get jacked up for playing a team like Vegas. And you're going to give me a plus price. I'm in. Well, the one thing uh, we can wrap it up and just say this Wednesday, you got Chicago at Nashville, Ottawa at Vancouver. I would say that those aren't, uh, you know, the, the marquee games. The league is, you know, sitting there going, Hey everybody. And, I mean, but the only two games on Wednesday, but these series basically are continuing through the week. You know, that's the beauty of what we're doing now is, you know, teams that just tell people that the, Team that loses the first game of a series, start by thinking strongly, considering the team that lost the first game. That's what we said all year. Exactly. Like we'll see what happens in the uh, first games there, and then the, you know what I mean. Like a Vancouver smokes Ottawa, maybe we come back to Ottawa there. Same thing with Chicago, Nashville. Uh, Got to post those lines. We'll take a look. But I agree with you. The zigzag theory. We're going to play it out. So we'll see, Brian. I, but I'll tell you, and that and that Tuesday card. I'll give you what. I, and man, there is a lot of games. Games that we love, I love the Islanders. You do too. I think Islanders every way in that game. The Rangers-Buffalo over. Eileen Rangers in that spot. I like uh, Minnesota-Los Angeles over. Kings is a pooch plus 135. We like that. I love Arizona to beat Anaheim. I like Calgary and a bounce back against Toronto. Colorado's the Brinks truck game with Islanders. I'm probably going to do a parlay too. Colorado and the Islanders to plus money on the money line. And I like St. Louis as a dirty pooch against the Vegas Golden Knights. And the game tonight, and I like Ottawa. I, I root for them. I, I, they're, they're fun. But Vancouver, I mean, I, I, isn't this close to a must-win for Vancouver? Vancouver? Vancouver has to figure it out. They're a better team. Montreal embarrassed them. As for Ottawa, there's no shame in it. They're eventually, in two years, going to be a really good team. I thought they'd be a bit better. But, hey, they're a young team, and they're trying to figure it out. Their goaltending, too, isn't great. Like, Matt Murray's a cast-off. Like, he's their, he's their starter. There's some weaknesses there. It's not a big price. Give me Vancouver. I'm with you, Brian. And then if Vancouver blows them out, maybe we look at Ottawa in the second game. Wrap it up with this. I'm doing the radio show the other day, and I just I look at it, and I go, yeah, I, I kind of make sense. You know, the NHL, God bless them, right? The one-car funeral thing. I'm sitting there, and the thing comes across <laughs> Twitter that the NBC Sports Network's going off the air. Yeah. And I'm going, really? So you massaged and shimmied the schedule all around the Olympics that we don't even know are going to be played, and then Tokyo's jumping in going, well, we're, we're not going to play, and the IOC goes, yes, you are. And I say, oh, really? <laughs> if you say so, fellas. So the league jams this schedule all wrapped around the NBC Sports Network and that platform, which will be there for this year. But part of that is they're playing these games and they're playing them this way and this format because they're working on the next TV deal. And one of the major people that they were going to be negotiating with has come right out of the gate and said, yeah, we're shutting the doors. So the NHL goes, well, there goes the old, uh, you know, leveraging one network off another. I mean, the NHL can't catch a break. No, they can't, but I, th- I will say this, though, Brian. I think this could be a positive on USA Network, right? I think that's the network that's going to step up, and I don't know the whole story, guys, so don't get me wrong, but, you know, they show a lot of wrestling and other stuff. I'll tell you one thing. When I went to Vegas trying to find NBCSC or whatever, it was a nightmare. Oh, Antenna 2 in here, and I'm staying at, like, the Golden Nug and other. Like, some of these places didn't even have it. We're like, okay, let's go down to the long bar at the D to watch the game or whatever. Couldn't even watch it in your hotel room when you wanted to take a break. I think this is a good thing, actually, being on a network that more people get. Well, I know. But am I'm, I making but, sense or yeah, am I crazy? No, you're making sense. My fear is, is you know, down the road, it's game three of a playoff series and the game gets <laughs> preempted because Nia Jax is going to feed Lacey Evans a knuckle sandwich. 
You're so right. We're, That's the best. We we interrupt we're, game we're, three we're, of, the, of the Vegas Golden Knights in Colorado. Where's game three? I don't know. The Fiend just said uh, somebody on the bear. <laughs> yeah, like we're watching a hockey game and the Undertaker comes out from the ice. <laughs> I'm alive. Rest in peace. Oh, 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 hockey, oh, you've bear. been preempted. Hockey, bye bye. Oh, you gotta love any Paul Bearer reference that ever. <laughs> I know. Oh, the best was sorry, Paul Bearer story. My buddy's at the wrestling. Paul Bearer's like, manager, can I have a slice? Like he was managing. He reaches in and grabs the fan's pizza. <laughs> I mean, and it, it, that's how, I have a slice. That's how he actually talked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. something I would do, Brian. You see me take wings off people's plates. I got a lot of Paul Bearer in me. I love that guy. All right, rest, rest in peace, Paul Bearer. But anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's the that's the hockey stuff. Yeah, that'd be the best. We're we're watching a playoff game, <laughs> and Stone Cold Steve Austin comes, <laughs> <back>. <laughs> he comes running Smash, out, smashes a beer can over McDavid's forehead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, let's put a lid on this thing. Listen, go to, go to the, you all right, buddy? You going to make it? Yeah. Right. You guys sound like you there, did, Mike Marlboro. Yeah, it's been a long week, did, right? Oh, it's great. It's, it's what day is it? Monday? Oh, I don't know what did day. You, did you get? Honestly, I really don't know what day it is. Did you get any on you? <laughs> Probably did. All right, the thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. That's the website. Go there. Uh, we've got choices for you. Featured uh, book, uh, bookmaker.eu this week. Uh, deposit 500 or more, you get $100 added to your account. Go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Uh, send an email with your account number to support at hockeybettingpodcast.ca or DM uh, the hockey podcast, hockey betting podcast on Twitter, and we'll throw an extra 100 in your account. There you go. All right, we're off to a brand new week, Cammy. Have a good one, buddy. We'll do it again later in the week. You got it, man. Let's hit some winners, man. Talk soon. Give me the. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. 
always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.